You only need to make one mistake to be punished for the rest of your lives. This is the world in which we live now. That if you said something when you were really angry or when you were really immature or when you weren't really thinking with your right mind, you can be ostracized and cast away. Now, I thank God every day personally, that social media did not exist when I was in high school and for most of college, because God only knows what stupid, idiotic, and perhaps even hurtful or hateful things I would have said, not necessarily intending it. But that's what we do now. When someone does something that's stupid or idiotic, we want to make them pay. We want to ostracize them. And maybe they don't even say it. Maybe it's just what they think, or maybe it's the way they look or act. But we are so quick in our culture to make someone feel alone, isolated, other. We don't have in our country the disease of leprosy, as far as I know, but we treat other people very much like lepers. You are not welcome here. Your ideas are not welcome here. Your beliefs are not welcome here. The lowest of the low in Israelite culture, were foreigners who had leprosy. And yet, in both readings today, our Lord cleanses the foreigners who have leprosy. Of all the people who could be cleansed, the Lord goes to those who are most outcast, most turned away, most despised, and loves them and heals them. It's a reminder to us of the difference that it makes in the Christian worldview. That even if we disagree, even if we don't like, even if we are offended by what someone says, unless we walk with them, unless we go to them, how on earth can we expect them to be converted, to come to a better understanding, to be saved? We live in such a crazy, difficult world. And I'd like to give us a quote from St. John Henry Newman, who was today canonized in Rome, to help us realize what it looks like as a Christian in this world. He said, God has created me to do him some definite service. He has committed work to me which he has not committed to another. I have my mission. I may never know it in this life, but I shall be told it in the next. I am a link in a chain, a bond of connection between persons. He has not created me for naught. I shall do good. I shall do his work. I shall be an angel of peace, a preacher of truth in my own place, while not intending it if I do, but keep his commandments. Therefore, I will trust him. Whatever I am, I can never be thrown away. I bring this quote to our attention because, as I just mentioned, St. John Henry Newman was canonized today. Also, because if it wasn't for St. John Henry Newman, none of us would be here right now. St. John Henry Newman, in his lifetime, encouraged Catholic students at secular universities to gather together into clubs. And about 90 years ago, here in Bloomington, Catholic students gathered. And 50 years ago, they built this church. Because he recognized that no matter how different you are, No matter how difficult it may be, in Christ you have meaning and purpose. 
I bring that up also because it helps to teach us two pivotal things that are utterly important. The first is this. Each one of you has infinite value. Even if, and let's get honest and be real, even if you've made terrible decisions, done hurtful and hateful things, have sinned and have allowed sin to define your life, you are loved beyond measure and have infinite value. You are necessary. Regardless of what has gone on in your life, regardless, you are loved. You are the treasure in the field. You are the pearl of great price. You are the link in the chain. Yes, you may be the weakest or the strongest, but you are necessary and we need you. The second thing is this. It's because you are necessary. It's because you are a part of our community and you are loved. You and you alone have a beautiful purpose in this life. He has committed some work to me which he has not committed to another. You are called to sanctity and to change the world in only the way you can. Because of the way in which God loves you. Because of the way in which God created you. And in fact, because of your past, your struggles, your difficulties. This is the beauty which we celebrate in healing the lepers, in calling them forward, in changing their lives. St. John Henry Newman's Episcopal motto when he was made a cardinal is cor ad cor loquitur, heart speaks unto heart. And he looks at this in two different ways. First, God's heart speaks to my heart in only the way that God's heart can. And when I give the Lord time to speak into my heart, my heart becomes like His. But here is the other thing. My heart then is called to speak to your heart and your heart to mine. This world is full of teachers and preachers and all of these wonderful things. The great witness, the great need of our time is you in love with the Lord, setting other hearts on fire. Think of how much better your classes would be if everyone in there were a saint. Think of how much better your social life would be if every Friday night you were thinking of how you can make the world a better place and sanctify each other. Yes, it seems boring. Yes, it doesn't seem very exciting. But oh my goodness, the love and the grandeur and the goodness that would be. And this is what the Lord has in store for us. When His heart speaks to mine and my heart, because it is His heart, speaks to yours. In St. Paul's second letter to Timothy, we heard today that if you have died with Christ, you will live with Him. This is the grandeur of God's love. If we, like Naaman, the Syrian who has leprosy, goes to the prophet and asks to be healed, if we, like those ten leopards, goes to Christ and cries out, have pity on us, if we die to self, we will live and reign forever with Christ Jesus. Because as St. Paul says in Galatians, I no longer live, but Christ dwells within me. This is what it's all about. This is the beauty of our life. To be fair, we've all made mistakes. We are all sinners. None of us are worthy of the kingdom of God, but such is God's love for each of us that if we but cry out, if we but ask Him to be healed, He will not only do that, He will go infinitely further. And this is what He desires for each every one of us tonight to recognize that yeah there are areas in my life that need healing but instead of hiding them 
instead of being afraid of them or instead of thinking they don't need the love of God, bring them to the Lord who heals leprosy. Bring them to the Lord who takes the despondent and the cast away and makes them greatest in his kingdom. Come to the Lord. Ask him for healing and marvel at what he does in your life because you are created for a special purpose, for the changing, for the salvation, and for the continued upbuilding in Christ of the world.